Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. May God grant you all to live long and to live well. In other words, longevity. Greetings and salutations, as we say here in the United States. Today, my grand task is to speak to all of you all in uh, one of the least interactive ways, but a way that should still be helpful during this quarantine when many of you are still home and hopefully tuning in more to UOTY videos and all other orthodox resources that you can find online about Gabr Heir, which is the sixth Sunday and indeed the sixth week because Sunday is the beginning of the week in Abiz Om or the Great Fast. Before getting into the reading of the Holy Scriptures, which I will get into, there are a few things I want to cover. First, what is a parable? And in fact, I could give you a whole lesson on that or an instruction on that maybe another day. Second, about the context of the particular parable of Gaberher, and we'll talk about what Gaberher means going forward. Third, how you see that everywhere and how that's actually the heart of the gospel, which is in the orthodox understanding of salvation itself, a topic that many people have many opinions on. I encourage you to just type salvation and Bishop Callisto swear. Things I point out, he's mentioned in a longer talk, about an hour and a half and maybe a 30 minute talk, Father Paul Nadim Tarazi has also mentioned. So either look up Father Paul Nadim Tarazi on salvation or Bishop Callisto Swear for two great Orthodox fathers who have spoken at greater lengths than I'm going to be speaking today on the subject. I'm just going to be touching it, getting my feet wet. So then I will get into the actual gospel itself. And finally, I'll close with my own English translation of a hymn of Caduciaret or Saint Jared or Holy Jared of Aksum, which is apportioned for the sixth Sunday of our Lent or the Great Fast. So first, what is a parable? If you've heard me speak before, you know I often like to use Amharic proverbs or sayings. And one of my favorites that I learned from my father is Nagarba Misali and Taj Babirli. That is the way you explain matters, the way you explain things is with a misali, which is actually a cognate, a Semitic cognate or a similar um, consonants with potentially different vowel sounds to the Hebrew mashal, which is the parable or the illustration, the example that is used to teach. And of course, the birli is the container of the touch bottle. One time when I spoke about this in Texas, the blessed Bishop Abu Nasawiros in our tradition said that he would like to add to this saying in Amharic, Mazmur Bahalli, or that all spiritual songs, especially in the Juridian or the Kadusiarit variety, begin with Hallelujah. So a parable is an illustrative teaching that instructs unto life. And in the gospel, according to Matthew chapter 25, we find three such parables. Amongst these three parables, the parable of Gabriel, or the good bond servant, or the good slave, is the second of three parables. The string, or the thread, that ties all of these things together, maybe this way is better, 
that ties all these things together, that weaves them, the three parables together, or the instructive teachings unto life, or the instructions unto life, the lessons unto life, however you want to phrase it, is mercy. So look out for the thread of mercy throughout all three of those parables and realize that the ultimate response within Orthodox salvation is not about one day. It's not about one moment. It's not about saying I was saved in high school, I was saved in college, I was saved when I was 13, or pointing to one second in time. Instead, it's looking at all of creation, all the way up to the second coming of our Lord and Savior to judge all those who've ever lived and all those who've ever died. And looking at and examining that with the response of love inside of us. As we say it simply to elementary school children, sharing is caring. Look for the theme or the topic of sharing is caring. When we look at the first parable with the young ladies carrying their oil lamps, with the second parable with the gaberjera, the bond servant, and indeed in the third parable that is maybe more famous and that is also quoted in our Qaddasi of Yaakov uh, Zasaruk. And it's about those who are hungry, those who are thirsty, those who are incarcerated. And ultimately, it uses goats and sheep for illustration. So look for the idea that sharing is caring, that the love our Lord and Savior Jesus showed us deserves a response. And that response is not one moment of mental clarity. It's not one moment of declaration with our lips, but it is a lifelong process a lifelong journey of getting closer and closer, getting more karb to him as we take kurban, getting closer to him as we commune with him and making sure that we're thinking of others, namely our neighbors, strangers, and enemies, and prioritizing them before ourselves and thus glorifying God. Before I put all of my own thoughts into this. Let anyone who speaks, speak the very words of God. So here's Matthew chapter 25 from verses 14 to 30, which engulf or encapsulate our second parable. Gabarhed. Indeed, the kingdom is like a man who was leaving for another country. He called his own slaves or bond servants and entrusted his goods to them. To one, he gave five talents or maklit, to another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. See, journey. Then the one who received five talents went off, did business with them and earned another five talents. And in the same way, the one who had received two gained another two. But the bondservant who received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those bondservants returned and settled accounts with them. The one who had received the five talents came forward and brought another five talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Behold, I have gained another five. The Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful bondservant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will set you over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. The one who had received the two talents also came forward and said, Lord, you entrusted me with two talents. Behold, 
I have gained another two talents. The Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful bondservant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will set you over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. The one who had received one talent now came forward and said, Lord, I knew you that you are a hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter. I was afraid. I went away and hid your talent in the earth. Behold, you have what is yours. But his Lord answered, you wicked and lazy bondservant. You understood that I reap where I did not sow and that I gather where I did not scatter. And so you should have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received it back with interest. Therefore, take away the talent from this one and give it to the one who has the 10 talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have in abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. Throw out the unprofitable bondservant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It is my deep prayer that you know that line more from scripture than from Kanye West. But now I'm not going to be able to cover everything that was said in this chapter. But I want to give you a few thoughts that will help you critically examine this text and hopefully give you a lens or a framework in which you will dig your teeth into more gurshas of the Holy Scriptures so that you can really meditate upon them, be able to recite them eventually from memory, and then be able to share them with others, for that is the key of the Orthodox response. It is the key to Orthodox salvation that we were saved at one moment through his labor of love on the cross. We are in the process of being saved right now every day when we crucify ourselves, when we throw the old Adam away, put the new Adam on and continually share with one another. And we have hope that on the day of judgment, with confidence in our Lord and Savior, that we will be saved. So I'm going to share a few ideas or thoughts to be critically thought about and practiced in life as well. So you have some application for your life to take away. And then I want to share with you a hymn of Kaddus or Holy Jared of Aksum for this occasion. So everyone is given a maklit. Everyone is given a certain and specific talent. The question is not whether we have been given that. If you have that question, then we need to start talking to you about first the existence of God and who God is. But I assume all of my hearers and listeners and watchers are people who have already accepted the fact of providence and not coincidence that there is a God rather than there isn't a God. So if you have accepted providence that the Lord provides rather than coincidence or coincidence that things are randomized, then you already accept that which you have been given. I love the Amharic language because it's so attached to the biblical understanding. The word haptam and the word balasagga inherently mean the one who has been given something, the one with grace. So you can't get around it. You didn't come to your wealth by yourself. 
whatever you have, whatever your wealth is, whatever your materials or immaterials are that are considered to be riches or wealth is or wealth, you did not gain it by yourself. It is God given. So the question is, what will you do with your God given talents? So are you rich in a classic way? Are you wealthy in a classic way? Do you have money bags galore? Do you have your bag in 2020? So what should you do? If you're physically strong, what should you do? If you're emotionally strong, what should you do? If you find yourself being a straight A student, if you're academically gifted, how can you use those gifts for the Lord? How can you give your God-given maklit back, not by itself, like the like that wicked and lazy or that evil and slothful servant, but like that like that faithful and good bondservant. How can you multiply your God-given talents and render them or give them right back to God? So let's go through them. So if you're wealthy, you can give boundlessly to your invisible God by giving boundlessly to your visible neighbors, strangers, and enemies. Here's a brilliant idea I got from Father Paul Nadim Tarazi, who uh, taught for over 40 years at St. Vladimir Seminary, the top Orthodox seminary in the United States. And he says, and this is my own paraphrasing of it, so forgive me if I've rewarded it in my own words, but he says, find someone you consider to be your enemy. Give them $20 to read you a chapter of the Bible. My personal uh, suggestion would be that the Psalms are a great way of finding words for prayer. Dawit Madgam, or to recite the Psalms repeatedly, is a great tradition in the right in our tradition. So I encourage you to pay someone you think is your enemy. If you think they're your enemy, pay them to read you the Psalms. If you could get them to read all the Psalms, great. If only 20 Psalms, great. If only one Psalm, if only even one line from one Psalm, that would be great. But if you've got a lot of money, Pay someone to read you the Psalms. Well, if you find yourself being very strong and black in the United States, and if people think that the police are our enemies, why not use our physical strength to go physically help the police? What if we were found washing the cars of a police station? What would those police officers think about black men? What would they think about black women? You may think their thoughts are immutable, but perhaps it's because they haven't been exposed to the radical love that is found in response to the love given to us and shared with us by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You find yourself to be emotionally strong. There are a lot of people, especially during this quarantine, that are extroverted, that are barely social, like very into going out and being social. So during this time of quarantine, People are going to be seeking others more and more at the most extreme level. You know, those who are depressed and suicidal, you can offer your services for free at a suicide hotline or at depression hotline. But on an easier level, you can keep up with people through phone calls, go through your list of, of friends or try to hit people up. Even if you're just social media friends in video chat with them, have phone calls with them, text them, whatever is the appropriate medium of communication, find that medium of communication and, and communicate with them. Use your shoulder so that they can lean upon it and be fortified and built up emotionally. It, you know, especially if, they, if they're less religious or even atheist or agnostic of some sort. If you find yourself academically gifted, what can you do? Study the Holy Scriptures. What is your best format or medium? I go back to the medium. 
If you're great at videos, make videos. If you're great at audio, make audio. If you're great at writing, make a blog. But do something. Don't sit on your laurels. Don't sit there and twiddle your thumbs. Don't just sit on your couch. Do something. Act. Don't be slothful and lazy like the Gabur Hakkai. Be like the Gabur Her. Finally, I leave you with the hymn of Holy Jared of Aksum. He says, Who is that good bondservant? Who's that bondservant that has goodness in him? He says, you have been found faithful in a smidgen, in a wee bit, in a little. So go into the joy of your Lord. Look at that. He's, he's just preaching the gospel there. Become like good bondservants. Bondservants of Christ. Faithful people or the faithful or the laity. Enduring till their Lord returns for the wedding of the heavens. Like the good bondservant. Submit yourselves to the Lord in all times and in all hours, in all days and in all nights. Pray and fast with a pure heart and honor the Sabbath. Think good thoughts about your neighbors and the Father, that is God the Father, will think of you. Liberate your breath of life from sin. Was about Alexander.